0: Live from the William Hill Sportsbook at Silver 7's Hotel and Casino, it's Cofield and Company.
1: Another addition to my uh, Drunky McDrunkerson collection. Lettuce is a fine topping if you've got like nine things. Don't waste one of your three on
2: lettuce.
3: Both of you probably could use a salad. It's time for Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield.
0: ESPN, Las Vegas.
1: Oh, this should be a good one today. We're at Silver Sevens, our Thursday home, all the way through the end of 2021. I feel like we've been out here pretty much uh, every week since things opened back up. So we appreciate Silver Sevens for locking things down with us. I'm fired up. We'll get to trending at three in about five minutes. Adam Hill is here. Covering a little more UNLV practice today with the quarterback situation. So, we'll get into that. I'll further update you on Tate Martell because I saw some comments that I thought were just kind of silly on Martell. You've got all the stuff on Raiders, Rams, practice day number two. We certainly have to go back to day number one where I saw overnight the Hunter Renfro, Jalen Ramsey stuff. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. I don't know why I feel – I feel like the like the coverage of the NFL the first couple of weeks here has been really weird, but I think it's because more people are getting to covered again and we were free from having to deal with the like the microscope of these first two weeks. There should not be a microscope. There should not be no. a like a magnifying glass on it. It's it's crazy. But we'll calm down. People love the NFL, Steve. No, I, cool I love it too with. and I it's just it's nuts, man. It's freaking practice. It's preseason. So we got some great things lined up here at Silver 7s. Eric Andre, Director of Marketing, is on with us. And I know you guys were hinting at some stuff. I don't want to say it on the air until it's official, so I'll let you intro it if you're ready to go with it. So, first of all, how you doing? I'm pretty good. How about yourself? Well, I, I, I sound annoyed, don't I? I'm just very annoyed <laughs> about sports coverage. But this is what gets us going, right? We love yep. football. And yep. I think football season here, you guys have done a really good job with football in the past with the William Hill book in-house. And I know you have some big things planned.
3: Yeah, uh, just to kind of start touching on that, uh, with our partnership with Nevada Beverage and you busch know, we've always done the 77-cent special Bud Light bottles for um, Golden Knight games. Well, we're actually going to extend that into the NFL games. We're going to be doing 77-cent Bud Light bottles, including Budweiser and Michelob Ultra nice. this season. Oh, nice. Adam and I watched. Were you here
1: that night? Maybe you weren't here. No, you weren't. Uh, it was our our, our uh, Milwaukee friend, uh, Marcus Pfaff, right? So we yeah. were hanging out. A listener came up, and we were watching one of the big VGK games. And I'm telling you, the 77-cent beer thing is just insane. Yeah. Totally insane. Now, I, w- I will advise everyone, when you come in, kind of treat it like it's a full-price beer. You still got to take care of your servers <laughs> and bartenders. But, uh, yeah, I felt so guilty. I was like, maybe I need to get a shot, too, to kind of <laughs> run up a little bit of a bill here. But it's... It's awesome. You've got two really good viewing areas for football down here at the Corona Cantina and also up on the north side of the property of the Silver and Gold, and that's right next to the sportsbook. So, I mean, folks, listen, you see we're, we're all making money here in Vegas, right? You, you see where the prices are going, though. Silver 7's is still very old school, and to offer 77-cent beers is lunacy, but that's why we love you guys.
3: Yeah, and, we, and hey, we – Thank your listeners for listening and you guys coming down. And again, along with those 77-cent beers, with that partnership, we're going to be doing some giveaways and some drawings for some items. And I'm going to just kind of touch on it a little bit, but our Corona Cantina Bar, some changes will be coming up. So I just encourage you to keep listening and paying attention to those. And it should be ready for the NFL season when it
4: starts.
1: Yeah, I would also highly recommend looking into room rates here during the season. So if you're looking to... Hang out somewhere, you know, and then you know, be up early, walk right downstairs. The rates are great here. The property has been redesigned. I I'll, I'll tell you without slamming anyone else. Uh, people are really monetizing football now. Adam, I don't know if you've seen, but uh, there are a lot of sports books out there that are now charging a seat fee. Oh yeah, to get your reserved seat. Like it's 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 happening. Oh, so, it's it's, so.
2: it's happening, and it's coming to other places. <laughs> yes.
1: So Silver Sevens loves locals. Uh, They're already hooking you up with the cheap beer prices, the redesign of the Corona Cantina. So what else we got cooking?
3: And we also, we just redid our uh, table game pit area. It's kind of a hybrid. We've got some electronic table games. We now have electronic blackjack, roulette, and craps. Our craps is actually, and blackjack, is going to be a dollar minimum bet. And then our roulette will be a 50-cent minimum bet on those um, ETG units. And for our uh, live table games, they're actually open daily, 11 a.m. to 3 a.m. And we offer... um, blackjack and craps and with our blackjack we've got a bonus spin jackpot at thirty thousand and fourteen thousand dollars respectively nice very nice
2: i love i love playing cards here cheap craps like, yeah. i'm always
1: into it i'm always yeah. into it that's awesome
3: all right so what else uh the one other thing that we wanted to touch on just because again you know we've got that good working relationship with um your radio station your uh, show as well as William Hill, we've actually got 40 Pro Pick'em uh, free entries that we're going to give to you guys to go ahead and distribute through giveaways uh, the coming weeks up until the start of the NFL season. All
1: right. So here's the deal on the William Hill Pro Pick'em. They've got two contests. This one is the, the standard contest. And by the way, I have the cards in hand. See if I can make that sound effect, <laughs> I want to see if I can do that. Ari, maybe you have uh, some kind of card effect so you can play later. Um, but the Pro Pick'em is normally 25 bucks. Yes. So these are free twenty-five dollar entries. There's a ton of money. That is the traditional. You pick the games. It's straight up, right? Uh, I believe. so. Yeah, I think it's straight up. And then they've also got like if you're you know if you're a bigger player like Adam Hill and you want to get into contests that are, say five hundred a thousand dollars with big 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 prize money, the college pick'em from William Hill is awesome. That's a thousand dollar entry. And again, I just said college because. You know, pro-pick'em, NFL is tough, you know. The lines are tight. I'm not saying college is easier to win, but I think it is. And I also don't believe a lot of people know college football as well as, you know, many people play the NFL. Sure. So you pick uh, eight games a week. College pick'em, guaranteed prize at the end of the year. The pool is a million dollars. So I, we're going to try to make sure they get enough entries so there's no overlay, right? Uh, and there's 500000 I think that that's the first prize is 500000 They also have a bonus if you go Gaga and pick. Uh, I'll have to get the exact percentage number, but I think it's like over 200 wins, and they've got another bonus. So William Hill's got some really good contests, so and now we've got these in hand. We'll be giving them out the next couple of weeks, and uh, the first week is actually not next week. Week zero, it's the week after that. Pretty sure on that one. A lot yeah, of details i, so. I got to look up. I think so. I can't yeah. remember everything that's going on. So it's cool. Of all the things I'm most excited about, because I'm a cheapo it's a 77 you know that you listen you know we talk about value all the time uh speaking of that let's uh, let you go on this uh the hours are expanding for the restaurant upstairs right and yep. the specials if you join a play the players club correct the specials are crazy
3: yes uh new york strip steak dinner the baby back ribs they're both 17.77 and then jumbo shrimp cocktail for 7.77 and again, those hours are now Monday through Wednesday, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., and then Thursday through Sunday, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m.
1: And don't forget about it. Is it Spaghetti Monday? Spaghetti and Meatball Mondays? Yes, for
3: 4.77 <laughs> with your a play card. I, is that all you can eat, or is it just one? No, it's, it's one plate of spaghetti, okay. and then comes with your uh, garlic right, toast. Right.
1: Well, I was going to say, let's not get crazy <laughs> and give everything away here with like an all you can eat.
3: You you love the spaghetti. You love spaghetti anytime, but you love, love
1: spaghetti here. I do, and I love the cheap spaghetti specials because. Yeah. You, you know you've been here a little longer than i have but I, I can remember you know driving up and down the strip and you know seeing places that had uh the, you know the spaghetti f- just like dirt cheap and the, the, you guys are a throwback place yeah um and i always mention you know when i was here uh when i was hanging out here and the property was uh, the continental um you know was like you know you come from the east coast and everything's a little more expensive and you would come in here and it was like a 295 fillet and eggs <laughs> so you guys are up, uh, upholding that tradition of you know good food specials and rewarding the people who play a lot right it's very cool so yep. good job
2: all I, right i just like that he came on here and gave us like 10 things and every time you're like and what else
3: he had more <laughs> I know.
1: I, I, it was crazy I, I figured he would have more thanks eric
3: <laughs> thank you so much for having me so
1: there you go eric andre who's uh, running things uh, from the marketing side at silver sevens uh you know we'll uh, we'll do trending at three on the way back let's take a quick time out we got to get to what's going on with raiders uh, joint practice number two against the Rams. We'll get you some more updates on the UNLV quarterback situation. Uh, Plenty coming later as well on uh, Draymond Green and his podcast. Man, the the fibbing and just the – man, just be genuine, Draymond. Come on.
0: Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas. at the William Hill Sportsbook inside Silver Sevens.
1: It's Cofield and Company. I would make a Jack Morris joke, but I don't do that. Korean call of Shohei Otani with home run number 40. He pitched last night. God Almighty is great. We'll get to Shohei Otani in a couple of minutes. And by the way, there's nothing funny about Jack Morris. Now he's suspended for his stupid whatever impression he was doing. Ha, 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 Hilarity. Adam Hill is here. at Cofield. It's Trending at 3,
0: presented by Nova Home Loans. Call now at 877-700-NOVA.
1: Here is Silver 7s. So we come out of the gates with what's trending. Seriously? Who came back in the trade for the defending Vesna Trophy winner, Marc-Andre Fleury? Nobody. They did actually get a name. Kind of. He's now been waived.
2: Yeah, it was kind of a procedural thing where they're like, well, we're not going to send you anybody. Like, we don't have to. We'll just find the bottom guy on your roster that nobody wants and send him us and we'll cut
1: him. I know you will defend this. I just cannot believe that Flurry fetched zero. And I'm not putting all the blame on the Golden Knights. No. There are other teams around the league. That had need at goaltender. If he has another awesome season, and those goalies who were, you know, picked or signed or traded for in his place are not as good, there's going to be some organizations out there with fans who are like, "Flurry was available. Why didn't you get him?" Well, a couple. Of, first of all, you don't. Have
2: to, when you say you don't blame the organization, blame the organization for the contract.
1: Well, that's he, no, no. That's, that's where it started. He's got right. a higher contract. It's not carried price. Right. But seven million is is seven million about average, because Leonard's complaining that his contract's low, at five. Yeah. And like I said, carry prices are what ten. Yeah, but you also and have ten to, million a year. You know, seven million, five million.
2: Taking into consideration anything, any team that you're talking about that could have tried to trade for him, you also have to figure out what to do with your current goalie,
1: Colorado. I mean, I will watch. Up Col- against I, the cap. I will watch. Then then get more cap room. We'll see how it works out. Okay, I mean, that, right? They picked another. They picked another goalie, right? Because Grubauer got signed away. They picked another guy. He's making, I think, five or five and a half. So we'll see if that two million dollars in savings works out. He better be good, and he better be as good as Flurry. Colorado has high expectations, and believe me, I'm not rooting for, you know, Flurry. Fle- I wasn't rooting for Flurry. Well, in a way, it would have been interesting for Flurry to be on the Avalanche, one of yeah. the you know key rivals of the Knights. It just seems like there could have been someone out there, so we'll see what happens around the league now. There could have—I mean—you take into consideration a couple things. First of all, Flory wasn't just going to go anywhere,
2: Uh, so you had to pick a place that he wanted to go and would have gone and was willing to go. Wait, were they
1: talking to him about where he might want to go? I thought the the agent said he—they were totally Mm. in the dark, totally blindsided. I'm being sarcastic. Um, Absurd. Yeah. Um,
2: So I mean, there was a lot of factors that went into play of where he could go, and as you said, you can't just. I mean, you'd have to then work on other guys and figure out other things of who you. So it's not just you can't just look around and say at the end of next year if you're going to say well Flurry was better than this goaltender. I mean that's ignorant. That's, that's stupid. You'd have to say he's better than that goaltender and that player that they would have had to get rid of in order to make nah, that work. Nah,
1: you can. They're close enough in salary. You can go heads up. Don't be. You're being ridiculous. Flurry doesn't make 14 million. And who's the, who's the goalie for Colorado? Is it Kemper? Right. Yeah. There, already, there, there's not this giant gap, where come on, Adam. Had they already made that deal? Then don't make the deal. Was it, we all knew Fleury was getting traded. Please then, don't come back on me and go. And then what oh, if the Knights Col- are like, we're not him to Colorado? Who are the? Do we
2: know who the other suitors were? No, we. But that's that's the other part. You have to you have to also understand the the, the intricacies of what was going on. What if they? What so if they're many. Like, ex- we're not signing a goalie. So many excuses. It's not excuses. These are these are actual considerations that have to be made. What if you don't wow. sign them? You don't get any goaltender, and then the night like,
1: no, we're not giving them to you. Then what? Well, you obviously they you obviously get a you send out feelers, and if it's a it sounds like a hard no, then you move. You maybe, move on the next guy. Maybe they did. Maybe they did. Yeah. Which will be a great question when when there's some availability. Please ask that question. And
2: they'll, and they'll lie, but it's fine. Well, then we'll, we'll actually we we'll, yeah.
1: we know enough people in Colorado we can ask sure. how it went down. Sure, and, and, if they even inquired. Yeah, we'll, we'll, and we'll find out. And sometimes those
2: conversations are eight seconds long. You're like all right, cool. We're moving on, yeah. and it's not even you know. You don't know. That's that's the bottom line. But it also you do have to
1: look at what uh, what other moves you, a team would have had to make in order to get there. I mean, my premise, according to you, is kind of ridiculous. You think that Flurry might split time, even though he's a second choice for the Vezina at some books. Yeah, which which I find bizarre. Well, it, but maybe the books are way off. And they don't rea- they don't realize that he's not going to play. You know, whatever sixty two games. It's also when he's at his best. Of oh, splitting time. Yeah. That's when he's at his best. But yeah, I I can't imagine anyone else. Well, I mean, I guess you could spend you know nine and a half, ten million dollars on goalies. He's making seven. He should get the lion's share of the starts.
2: Sure, but I. But if you if you have a goalie that's better, you know, it, it just okay. Like in, in baseball, I'll look at you it think a, they a,
1: brought. You think the Blackhawks brought in Flurry as competition and a backup? No, not a backup. I, he's the starter
2: but we will be closer to splitting time than to playing every day because that's when he's better. Like if you if you are a baseball team with a starting rotation and you've got a guy that's better on four days rest than three days rest, you don't force him on three days rest just because he's better than the guy that would start that day. You make best use of a guy. And the, the best use of flurry, as we've seen throughout this time in, in the Golden Knights, is when he's splitting time.
1: Okay. Uh, Shohei Otani. Homer number 40 last night while he was pitching. No. Like, he wasn't on the mound hitting the home run, but <laughs> no, while he was even. pitching, <laughs> eight clean innings. I mean, do we need to say anything more about the guy? He, no. This, I'll, I'll say this. The season he's having is absolutely in the discussion for the best season ever by a Major League Baseball player in 120-plus years. Yeah. Well, I thought you pushed back on that. No. No. I mean, if you're going to pitch, I don't know what he's going to end up with. You're going to pitch 120 innings, start whatever, 26 games, and hit 48 home runs. Who can match that?
2: I I don't know.
1: And if you want to say Babe Ruth, the entire world wasn't playing baseball at that time. And he was doing
2: it separately. He wasn't doing it at the same time. He
1: had had one year. I think he – I'll have to look at the numbers. I think he had 29 home runs in maybe his final year where he also started like 18 games i don't have all babe ruth stats memorized
2: for the most part i mean he you're right he had a transition period but he was really he was switching from one to the other he wasn't doing what Otani is doing and pitching every fifth day and DHing
1: and crushing the ball and i also don't know if babe ruth was a base stealer and a plus defender which i also find amazing that Otani looks bigger and more muscular like every week and he's probably going to steal 25 bases
2: it's it's preposterous what he's doing this season. God, it's I feel, incredible. I feel,
1: by the way, I feel so much safer having this conversation now than I would have in, like, 1998 because there would still be some people out there who were, like, you know, Babe Ruth lunatics who would not accept any of this talk. No, of
2: course. It's, I mean, it's, it's, what he's doing is is insane. Um, I think what you – I mean, you made a joke about it at the beginning, but I think we, we – I mean, maybe Bugs Bunny, like, was a pitcher and then ran to the plate and hit his own pitch. Like, I think he did that. like. But I feel like the way Ohtani's going, he could probably do it right now.
1: 1919, Babe Ruth went 9-5 with a 2-9-7. He started 15 games. Yeah, so 9-5 with a 2 9 here. He started 15 games. Uh, but he wasn't a real big strikeout pitcher, huh? 30, 30 Ks in 133 innings. A different era. But he also did hit. He had 29 home runs, and I think he drove in. Yeah, 29-113 and hit 322 that's when he was 24 years old so
2: I mean arguably Otani's going to have a better offensive season it, there's going to be an argument there it's going to be close uh, but Otani had a much much better season as a pitcher he's it's not insane to consider him for the Cy Young at this point and he is clearly the MVP he's having a ridiculous season insane what well, he's sub three
1: era he's actually got one more start than babe ruth had that year um he's eight and one in the starts and he's got 120 k's in 100 innings his era is a little bit higher but it's also not the uh, mushy ball era yeah it's, it's insane what he's doing and then 40 home runs he notched that last night 18 steals
2: it's completely ridiculous. And I, I heard uh, uh, last night, God, I, I never know who's on MLB Network when I'm watching it, but I'm, I watch it all the time now. Uh, last night it was Carlos Pena was one of them, and I can't remember who else was on with him. But they were just, I mean, like we are, it's its not crazy to just sit here and say, you know what, I don't even know what to say about Atani anymore. The guy's having such an insane season that nobody thought, and Carlos Pena said when it, they, they look back at what Carlos Pena said about him when he first came in. And Carlos Peña said he has to choose because he goes. He will either be the best offensive player in the league or the best pitcher in the league. Oh, really? He went that he
1: will be one or the other. Yeah,
2: but he has to choose. You can't do both at this level.
1: I thought early on after seeing him, I was like, he has to hit. Screw pitching.
2: That's what. I, well, I but, thought that because you could get hurt.
1: Complete your your point.
2: But yeah, Peña was like, I I said he had to choose, and he's like, I said he would be the best at whatever he did.
1: I didn't think he could be the best of both, he's, and now I think he can. Yeah, I mean, he's he's every little league's all-star guy, but he made it all the way to the majors doing it. Yeah. You know, the best hitter and the best pitcher yeah. on the team. Now, the, and and uh, best one of the best sluggers in the league, and certainly, a, whatever, a top 25 starter in all of baseball.
2: Yeah. It's uh, preposterous on every level what he's able to do. And... Do I think he could probably be better if he just focused on pitching? Probably. But he doesn't. he's so effective for them, he doesn't have to. I mean, he's, he's killing it as a pitcher. I still think at some point he can get hurt pitching and it screws him up, which would really suck. I almost think they should almost have him just hit. But if he's going to perform at this high of a level
1: and he, this is what he wants
2: to do, you almost have to let him do it.
1: It's really cool. And uh, as we say all the time, we hope baseball can take advantage of it. I think they are. Baseball is making a lot of money, especially internationally. You know Altani is going to lead that charge. But, yeah, last night, 40th home run. Um, that said, is he as impressive as Hunter Renfro?
2: The baseball player or the football player?
1: The football player who apparently just destroyed Jalen Ramsey yesterday. I was actually
2: looking. Uh, I didn't see a story on it. I was looking to see if Jalen Ramsey just quit
1: football. 110 uh, catches this year, 1,450 yards, 17 touchdowns. Well, I think I Hunter saw, Renfro in the slot. I think I saw a prop on over-under receptions for Renfro. No, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. A real one? Yeah. Don't do it. No, no, no. Save it. Save it for the 5 o'clock hour because I can't wait to hear it. Because after the coverage yesterday, and we're not saying Hunter Renfro is not good, but after the coverage yesterday, and you and I have been – Like This isn't supposed to be Cofield and company, the the no-fun police covering the NFL. But we're just trying to give you some perspective. First, it started out with the quarterback talk at the beginning of the week with the five rookie quarterbacks. And then what I'm reading yesterday, you're getting tweets from, like, five people about a practice that we can't see. Highlighted are a couple of big plays by Renfro, apparently, in the slot— where he was beating Ramsey, I guess Gruden got all fired up and was yelling at the sidelines, and now social media took that and, like, overnight it was, you know, Renfro destroyed Ramsey. Like what? Which? Don't you, hold
2: back. You also, you have people have no idea what they're watching either. That's, that's and what they're hearing about. Oh yeah. And like sometimes you look at it in, you know, I, I've been at practice before where I saw somebody say. Oh man, great interception by player A. And I'm like, I was watching the offense wasn't supposed to go get the ball. The defense was supposed to be allowed to get interceptions. They were practicing interceptions. What are you talking about? He got an interception. Like you, you don't know what you're saying. Now the one Hunter Renfro play we saw that leaked out was Hunter Renfro ran an unreal, unbelievable route. And I don't want I don't want anybody to take this as ripping on Hunter Renfro. Yeah. He ran an unbelievable He runs unreal routes every single rep in practice. You, the like, guy's him. Sick. you like him great. a lot. Yeah. He's great. But he ran a great route. Derek Carr made the play with a shoulder fake that was incredible. Yeah. Ramsey bit on the shoulder fake, and and Hunter Renfro was wide open. People are like, oh, Renfro dominates Ramsey. The there's, Raiders' there's offense a, dominated there's, Ramsey. There's a lot to the play. There's so much more to the play. There's and, again, that's just one play.
1: play. Wow. Adam Hill, always always a voice. A sober, no, no fun. A, a sobering voice. Yeah. Uh, Derek Stevens knows that. I think Derek likes Adam. Derek, of course, owns Circa and the D and much of downtown and is joining us here nice enough to give us a couple minutes on a Thursday. How are you, sir?
0: Excellent, excellent. Great to talk to you guys. How you
1: doing? We're good. We're good. Uh, Adam is telling everyone Hunter Renfro on the Raiders is good, but let's calm down a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got, I got you. I mean, we've got, we got a lot of movement. I mean, he's moving up the boards, but come on, guys. <laughs>
1: <Exactly>. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, so let's get into it. I want to talk some football with you in a couple minutes, uh, but we've got all these great contests in town. You guys are like, all right, let's compete, let's go. You got to tell everyone in the audience who hasn't seen the commercial. By the way, great commercial. I like the British reporter asking the questions. I like Mike Palm giving out the information. Uh, but you got to tell everyone what you put together here because uh, the money is freaking boffo.
0: Yeah, you know we took uh, we took last year, which was the second year of the Circus Sports Millions and. You know, last year we guaranteed three million, and we bumped it a little bit. So this year we're going to do four. You know, that's the traditional football contest where you pick five games against the spread every week. We're guaranteeing three million in the overall overall season, we're guaranteeing guaranteeing a million dollars in uh, in the quarterly prizes. So we split up the season into four quarters, and uh, you know, in the quarter one, if you go eighteen and two, uh, you got uh, you got a pretty good ch- chance of getting early cash and. Well, if you go two and eighteen, uh, there's always second quarter. So, you know, you're not out of it. So it keeps you in. It keeps you in for the whole season.
2: But Derek, why? Why do you do this? You don't. You don't have <laughs> to.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, a lot of people have asked that, Adam, and, and uh, you know, this one, and then with what we did with Survivor. I mean, the, the, here's the whole gaff. I mean, I'm not. I'm not hesitating or hiding behind anything. You know, we're doing a deal with uh, with no rake. If we go over 4,000 in the millions or 6,000 in the Survivor, it all goes back into the player pool. So, We're doing it with uh, no rake or, or anything like that, but my thought is this. Um, we built what I thought a pretty cool casino with the world's largest sports book, and I want people to come in and and check it out. That's about it. You know, I mean, I figure if we can get a a few thousand people in here, some people are going to really like it, and maybe they'll turn into long-term customers. In the the meantime, I'm sure they're going to buy a beer or buy a water or something like that while they're coming (laughs) in. So that's really the whole gap. we got a new hotel, casino, and I want people to come out and check it out, and we're giving them some great value. I mean, if we don't hit the 6,000 in the Survivor, it's a positive EV type of deal. So we're giving people great reasons to come to Vegas and visit our joint.
2: For sure, and that is, of course, Circa and Circa Sports. That's Derek Stevens, the owner, uh, down there. Of course, uh, the D and the Golden Gate as well down on Fremont Street, just doing great things uh, with not only the contest but also the properties. As you mentioned, anybody that goes into Circa, I'm sure, is going to fall in love with the uh, the newest gem of, uh, of downtown Las Vegas. Uh, you, you talked about the, the one contest. Now, what about the Survivor? What does that entail, and uh, how are people responding to that?
0: Yeah, you know, last year Circus Survivor, that was our first year doing it and we figured we had to post uh, we had to stake it. So we we guaranteed a million dollar payout and well, you know, we and we offer, also offered a million dollar bonus for people that went undefeated. Well, you know, my math wasn't all that great, and we had 35 people that went undefeated last year, so they ended up getting uh, getting a heck of a chop of a couple million bucks. So it was uh, it was uh, it was pretty good. I mean, last year was it an anomaly. I mean, a lot of people took a strategy against the Texans, against Jacksonville. You know, and it kind of worked out, but uh, but the energy and the excitement of a survivor contest was really amazing. Uh, I mean, the 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 energy was just something that I, 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 uh, I kind of expected, but I think people just really loved it. And this year we decided we were going to really crank it up, and we went to a $6 million guarantee. And the way it works is you just got to pick, pick one winner a week. No point spread, nothing else to it. You know? And Let's just say you pick San Fran in the first, uh, in the first uh, week against the Lions and they win. Now you become eligible to pick in week two, and it just goes on and on. The tough thing is, though, once you pick a team, you can't pick them again the rest of the season. So it's a little more difficult this year because we added a couple of additional weeks in because the NFL gave us the one extra game. And then, uh, you know, last year we had Thanksgiving as its own week. This year we uh, celebrated the holidays. We're going to have Thanksgiving and Christmas as uh, as their own week. So wow. you got to go 20-0 to go undefeated. But then again, you never know. You might There might only be one sole survivor after Week 17. So... If that's the case, then one person gets a six million dollar check. If uh, you know, if a few people get knocked out in the same week, they chop the $6 millioners or more. If we actually get there,
2: you're already picking on the Lions, though. Are you are you down on this team? Eh, not really. You know, I'm
0: a <laughs> Detroit Lions fan, as you know, but uh, I got to be realistic. I think you're the biggest underdog in
2: Week One. <laughs> are you a uh, Are you a Dan Campbell guy? He's a little fiery.
0: Always oh, a little fiery. I know he's going to start breaking legs and things like that. But, uh, you know, the one great thing about a Lions fan, you're always a fan of the new coach. You're pretty well resolved. You're going to get one every four to five years. So, you know, there's always hope. There's always eternal hope as a Lions fan. You know, in my lifetime, the Lions have only won one single playoff game. Oh so, you know, the, the, the most exciting thing being a Lions fan is you're always, it's always the NFL draft and it's always the new coach. So that's what we got going for us.
2: But, Derek, you're a young guy. It's, that's not a lot of years for the Lions to win a playoff game. Well, I think they won the
0: championship in 1955, and since 1955 they won one playoff game. because <laughs> 92. I was at the game. And, uh, yeah, it's been a long, long run.
2: Sure has. Well, great stuff, of course, going on down there at the Circa. Oh, sure. Steve, Steve's going to No, no, there. I just got to
1: jump in on a couple important things. Derek Stevens is with us from Circa. And uh, I, I'm going to ask the dreaded question. Um, this, you know, like last year, that had a potential to be an overlay, and this has potential to be an overlay. Oh, Derek, Derek what are you thinking right
0: now? have overlay. I think, <laughs> oh, I no. think the house is a huge dog at this one, you oh, know. Boy. Think about this let's say if we only get the 4,000 entries at Survivor, it's like a positive 50% EV type of deal. If we get the yeah. 5 million, it's you know, you, you have this positive EV. so you know i i think the whole the whole element like i said is we just want people to come out and check out our 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 uh, our hotel casinos and to to some degree if we don't get there i just consider this this is the gift gift to the gamblers in vegas
1: i was uh i was hanging out at the property last week at circa um whose idea was uh vegas vicky well you know
0: every time i i designed uh uh, a new casino. I always wanted to bring something, you know, historical from the past to the to the future. So, when we bought the Glitter Gulch and and uh, you know we demolished it, we saved the sign and you know Vegas Vicky went to rehab for a couple years and yeah. we brought her back looking better than ever and brought her as a you know a signature feature. So that was our connection from uh, from the past. You know, I mean, I, I love Las Vegas. I love Vegas history. So I just thought that that was a great iconic sign that we, uh, we needed to preserve and and wanted to give people in the future, the opportunity to see this great Vegas sign.
2: What was your process of choosing restaurants? Cause I have not been able to find anything bad yet. <laughs> well, I kind of, kind of
0: decided I was going to choose, uh, you know, the types of food. And then after that, I spent more time trying to find the right people. So all these restaurants are independently owned and operated. And, uh, Really, for me, it was uh, it was evaluating the people. So I got lucky, you know. Barry's downtown, Brian Barry and his team, and Paul Saginaw and his team at Saginaw's, and and you know the guys from Fremont East, Dan Coughlin, Don Wells, These guys, uh, you know, it, for me, it's all been oh, it's always been about about getting the right people, and and they're so passionate about what they do. They just kind of. That kind of fits in with our culture, you know. So I just kind of loved it, and and, uh, and then they bring some great food to the table and makes people want to come back.
1: Yeah, I uh, when I walked in, I first of all, you you know, you're the uh, the mega bar catches your attention because you have the long bar at the day, and I'm like, but the mega bar and the TVs are ridiculous. And then I'm telling you, Derek, I'm sure a lot of people have told you this. And we're talking to Derek Stevens, owner of Circa. You start to walk towards the sports book, and like the screens don't stop. Uh, it's just. I don't even know how you come up with an idea for a TV wall that freaking big.
0: Yeah, I guess that's kind of maybe been in the back of my mind for a while. You know, when yeah. I first started coming to Vegas a long time ago, I always thought, boy, if I could ever do something in a sports book or if I ever worked at a casino, I mean, I never, never dreamed I'd ever have a chance to actually um, buy one, own one, and then and now actually build one. So, yeah, I guess those are a lot of a lot of a lot of a lot of Sundays I spent at various sports books around town and just thinking about. Man, if I had my own sports book, I think I'd do it this way, you know. And then obviously technology comes along and you meet meet some great guys from Tactronics and they say, hey, let's design this, 78 million pixels. This is going to be great. And my response was, it is going to be great.
1: <laughs> it is. It turned out great because was, I was blown away by it. All right, Derek, well, we appreciate a couple of minutes and uh, we'll continue to tell people, hey, this is one of the great contests in town, actually multiple contests with uh, $10 million, uh, you know, so people need to get into it. Good job, man. This is a hell of a setup.
0: I hope you guys get into both of them. That'd uh, be a heck of a story if uh, you know Steve Copfield and Adam Hiller. The combination uh, made, made it made a way down the road. That'd be pretty cool.
2: Uh, John von Tobel my partner. I'm, I'm not. Oh, I'm not right? partnering
1: with Steve. Which one are you going in?
2: Uh, we're we're entering several. We're definitely oh, we're in both at circa for sure.
1: All right. Well, then I'm on my own, Derek. I'll <laughs> I'll get in, and I hope I I'm now I'm rooting for just me. How about that? <laughs>
2: All right,
0: great to talk to you guys. Thanks a
1: lot. Thanks, Derek. We appreciate right. it. See ya. There he is, Derek Stevens, owner of Circa and D and Golden Gate and you know reworking downtown and yeah. I am telling you, when I walked in and I saw the the Vegas Vicky sign up there inside a building, right? Because it's right by a bar. It's it's awesome. I because I I like like Derek. I love the history of Vegas sure. and I wasn't here, you know, until the mid '90s. Um, I was going to ask him. I was trying to think of something he could have had in there from Mermaids. That'd have been cool. But it was, it was a little rough sometimes what at Mermaids. A, what a sure sign that Steve Cofield doesn't go on
2: Instagram enough because everyone and their sister gets a photo in front of Vegas Vicky at Circa.
1: I that's, Yeah. <laughs> I really don't. And that's where I posted the. I, that's where I posted the picture. And I'm sure people are like, Yeah, that's the 48th million picture <laughs> of yeah, of, of the sign. You dope. I was stunned. When I saw you post a photo there that you didn't know, it was crazy. The phone lines are open and we
0: want to hear from you. Call 702-364-1100 and tell us what's on your mind. Wong takes off he's running on Molina and he's in there close play Molina says you got me Let's see what the call is here Guccione says
2: safe hey, that could have gone either way yeah <laughs> see that Wong was pulling the Ricky Henderson right there remember when Ricky had the yeah. stolen base crown? he picked up the base yeah reliving a famous baseball moment
0: Singing at the William Hill Sportsbook Inside Silver 7s.
1: It's Cofield and Company. What do you think of that one? Molina, Colton Wong, former teammate. Wong steals a base, has fun. Um, I can only imagine in an NFL game, does Wong get tossed? <laughs> Probably. Uh, the weird
2: thing is, I was actually watching this game live, which is a random thing. And I thought it was a fun, funny moment that he steals the bag and then he's kind of yelling across the diamond, like, "I'm going to take the bag home because I stole it on you." And Molina's like, "All right," he's like, you know, kind of giving him the business back. It was a fun little moment. And then after the game, I saw him go over and take the bag. I was like, "Wait, he's really doing this?" Uh, uh.
1: I saw him walking joking. around in the bowels of the stadium with a, with a base.
2: I thought he was joking. Like, what, what's going on? It was very bizarre. Uh, a weird moment for sure, but I enjoyed it. It's one of those fun moments in baseball. But you're right. In, in the NFL, if you, like, I was trying to think, you can Could you pick well, up? I mean, what
1: that, that? that's what it was. Essentially, that was the equivalent of the, uh, what was it, the play with the Lions, where you have someone, you know, drags, drag a bunch of dudes 10 yards, gets up, fist pumps, and it was, a flag. It was the Colts. But I'm saying Colts, if you, sorry. if you,
2: uh, like, if you, get, if you reach your you – extend your arm and just barely get a first down on a play, like by breaking a tackle from somebody, you get up and steal, like, that orange marker, the one that they lay on the side. Like, what would you take? I don't, I don't know what you would take from the field where it would count. But, yeah, I think uh, they would find some way to flag you in the NFL, which is no fun. Again, we hope that they're not going to do it in the regular season. They're just doing it for the preseason to send a message. But it'll be really silly if, like, you can't do anything.
1: All right, quick break here. We'll reset. It's Cofield & Company here live at Silver 7s on a Thursday.
0: Join the conversation on Twitter at Cofield & Co. Cofield & Company is live at the William Hill Sportsbook at Silver
1: 7s Hotel and Casino. Oh, boy. Exactly two weeks, Adam, until UNLV. Trying to rebuild. A lot of new guys. Transfers in key positions. Two weeks. Eastern Washington. At a legion. So we've been telling you about a lot of what's going on on offense. I'll have an update in the 5 o'clock hour on the quarterback battle with Doug Br- uh, Broomfield and Justin Rogers. And then I'll talk about Tate Martell. Because I got some feedback today on Tate Martell, and I'm like I, I like, I don't know what people are talking about. So that's coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. One of the biggest keys is going to be this defense getting pressure on the opposing quarterback, right? And they got to get better inside stopping the run. So what they did, they brought two reinforcements in from the Pac-12. It looks like Connor Murphy, 6'7", 260 dude from USC. He's going to have a chance to play a lot inside. And then Kylan Wilborn, former freshman All-American, who had a monster season at Arizona three, four years ago, well, he's now on the Rebels. And he may be able to provide you know a great outside edge guy, to balance plant. Now if you're asking hey last year's Edge guy was really good. Jacoby Winman has gone back to the linebacking group. So that fortifies the linebacking group. So I had a chance to talk to uh, Kylan Wilborn uh, who did play at Arizona and you know we got into uh, how camp's going so far and you know this is an adjustment. You're trying to come in and be a big timer but you also got to blend into a program.
4: It's a challenge but at at the same time it's just playing football man. It's just going out here. I'm just trying to be myself. uh, Lead The guys in which don't have that much let's say experience and they're new to college football and demands the demands of division one football so i'm just trying to help lift the guys around me and just set a good example for those around at the same time uh, produce and uh give my coaches what they're looking for everything is up for grabs and everything is a competition and that's something that arroyo truly believes in coach talks about it a lot iron sharpens iron i'm a firm believer in that That's something I've always believed in my whole life. My dad taught me that at a young age. And um, competing brings out greatness. And I think that, uh, at the end of the day, pressure is only going to bust pipes or make diamonds. So uh, I think we're trying to use that to our advantage to make some diamonds on this team and uh, get some wins and turn this program around.
1: So talk about your path to get here. Obviously, you're at Arizona. You have a a monster freshman year. And then what?
4: Arizona was a great time. I had a great coaching staff with Coach Rich Rob believing me, bringing me on uh, my freshman year. Things changed a little bit uh, going from uh, my D.C., uh, Coach Marcel Yates, going to um, Coach Sumlin and his new staff. But uh, at the end of the day, all I did was learn. It, Arizona was a great learning experience, and I'm just overall excited to carry that over, take all my experiences and uh, bring it to the Mountain West and see what I can do.
1: So now what's it like? I mean, do you think to yourself, hey, you know, this this could be it. This is the second chance. Like i got to take advantage of this.
4: I don't view it more as a second chance. I just view it more as just a continuation of my story. Um, I, I believe that everything's been written, and I just think it's this year is my uh, it's my final year. It's my it's it's I'm putting everything I have into it. So I'm just excited to see what's gonna come out from it, and um, excited to see what the results are. I think it's already written.
1: Can you talk about some of the young guys behind you, you know, who are competing for the the? Absolutely.
4: Spot? Um, we got Adam. We got LaShawn, Beast. Got Seth. Malcolm. We got. Osei, we got a whole bunch of guys. Um, LaShawn is someone that's from my area. Uh, he's, he went to Calabasas High School, which was pretty close. It was not really a rival high school, but they were in a good proximity to us, so I, I knew of him coming out of high school, and um, he was a young buck. He's definitely someone I, I love to teach some, some stuff to, and he's just a good, good-hearted good person, man, who's, man, he, he's got tenacity about rushing the passer, and I think that's going to help this team a lot in the future. Adam. He's also another guy that I knew a lot of coming out of high school. He's very, very strong. I think he's got the size of what it takes to make it to the NFL and make it to the league if that's his goal, which I know, I'm sure it is. And um, I just think he's got a lot of pieces that are all going to come together for him. So
1: there you go. A lot of names were thrown out there. Uh, first of all, Wilborn's a Southern California guy. Went to uh, Notre Dame in uh, Sherman Oaks, same high school as. Come on, you're good buddy, rival. Arash. Um, Yes. I don't acknowledge the existence of that person. And and Rami Malik, and I forget his twin brother's name. Okay. But uh, pretty good athletic school. But, yeah, he went there, and then I'm sure your ears perked up when you heard Calabasas with uh, LaShawn Bell. Sure. So, Bell and Brennan Scott's a Texas kid. They look to be the defensive ends, I think, who are the twos. You know, it's always hard to tell before the depth chart comes out. But, yeah, Plant and Wilborn. If Wilborn can do anything close to what he did his freshman year at Arizona, and these things happen. I'm glad that he explained it that way. He's like, yeah, coaching staff changed, and, you know, Wilborn's eh, around six foot, six one, about 255. Um, you know, that guy in one defense is different in someone else's defense. Yeah, it's, it's what we talk about
2: the Raiders all the time with, you know, everybody's like, oh, a lot of the same players are back on the defense. Well, not all the same players, but it's also guys in different roles. And maybe Jonathan Abram was miscast in that defense. It happens all the time where guys just fit in better with a different defense.
1: Coming up, four o'clock hour. We get back to our uh, Cofield and Company NFL countdown. We got the Cardinals again. Maybe a little bit low. Cardinals at number seventeen. And one of the dudes who covers uh, Arizona will come in to uh, preview what's going on with the Cardinals this season.
0: Join the conversation on Twitter at ESPN Las Vegas.